Hey, Coach John Daly here, TGIF. Happy Friday. It's November 1st, 2019. Really hard to believe it's November already. Uh, wanted to go through a little something with you here uh, the day after Halloween. Uh, speaking of, we did not have a ton of kids. We had average numbers, but the weather was just horrible here. I don't know where it was or what it was going on uh, like you, or even if you celebrate Halloween, uh, but we had, I don't know, 60, 70 kids. Normally we're over 100. Uh, so it's just definitely an average night, but again, the weather was cold and nasty. But uh, thinking this morning, I uh, listened to my buddy Sam Crowley, he gave me some good inspiration here, and I stumbled upon, of course, from Success Magazine, I'll put the link into the show notes for this, um, good article, The Seven Types of Fear That Hold Us Back and How to Overcome Them. I just want to go through this real quickly here, okay? Uh, fear is definitely one of those things I think affects a lot of us. Uh, some of us, we don't broadcast our fears. We don't tell people about them. We got them inside, like me. Other fears we do share with other people, which I have done with people too, uh, especially those people that are close. Okay, But obviously, when you ID, when you identify what holds you back, you're better able to make the changes necessary to deal with it, overcome it, get better, and get through it. Right? And sometimes it does you know, lend to the fact that you do want to share it with somebody you can trust and somebody uh, that you have in your inner circle. That's why it's so important, obviously, to keep those great people around you. But here are seven uh, types of things that really kind of hold us back, all right? The seven types of fear. Uh, first is the procrastinator, okay? Obviously, I looked through this list real quick here before. I am like, yep, 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 I'm, I'm all of them. I could, I could see myself in all of these, right? Uh, the procrastinator. When you put stuff off, you guys which I do all the time, and I'm trying to get better at it. I'm getting better here and there about it, but I mention it to my students too. Uh, we think when a moment happens and we have time to do something, like something's not due or, you know, I've got to have this done by this due date. It could be a house project. It could be something at work. Uh, it could be, hey, I'm planning a date night. You know, two weeks from now we've got to get those concert tickets, whatever, right? And you put it off. Either if you don't write it down, right, if you don't put it in the calendar, a lot of times you're going to forget. But in between that time, between the thinking of what you need to do and then pulling the trigger and actually doing it, there's a lot of stuff that gets thrown at you in life, right? There's a lot of interrupters, a lot of brick walls, a lot of things that you didn't see coming, right? Same thing, I didn't see things coming, and it affects us. It really does, okay? So the procrastinator, I think, adds to the fear. It adds to the stress. It adds to the worry, uh, the concern. Uh, the difficulty that you might have, okay? So it's definitely one of those things you need to, I need to, we all need to uh, work on a little bit. Number two is the rule follower, okay? Quite literally, the, the author talks about this person is dedicated to following the distinct rules and guidelines set by those around them, okay? They're always trying to make the right decision, okay? Uh, and it holds them back. There's a time element here, Okay. Um, it's one of those things where you do you have to have some confidence in yourself. You have to, you know, you definitely, you know, speeding, you know, breaking the law. I mean, there's certain rules you definitely want to follow, I think, all the time, right? Uh, but it's understandable that, you know, you got to remember we're human, and there's sometimes, I don't want to say rules are meant to be broken, which sometimes they are, but at the same time, uh, a lot of times we have those restraints on us. I can't do this because of this, or I can't do this because so-and-so said this, or it's in the handbook of the employee handbook, you know, here at work, and blah, 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 and, uh, or, I can, you know, I'm not supposed to come in early, you know, whatever. There's a lot of constraints with that. The rule follower uh, definitely gets held back uh, by trying to follow other people's rules a lot, you know. I mean, it's, it's one of those things to, to look at, right? Um, it, it definitely 
understandable uh, to follow rules, but at the same time, there's sometimes we got to expand that zone of the rules maybe uh, and not let it hold us back. Ah, number three, the people pleaser, okay? Those people that have a tr- hard time saying no to other people, um, they, they care about what other people think, and they try and do things to look good in the eyes of others, that's definitely a problem. In fact, I, I heard a podcast, um, Gary Vee was talking about how the people that are 30 and under um, that's one of the big things that um, he thinks that is affecting so many people in that age group, but yeah, I think it's every age group, uh, until you get older, where you just don't give a flip and frack about anything what other people think, right? It, it's one of those things that um, I think as we, we gain wisdom as we get older, uh, but the younger people sometimes think that um, they do have to do things to please people, okay? Um, that creates a fear because... You start doing things, and then you start keep wondering, right? It keeps on your mind. Boy, are they going to like this? Well, if I, if I post this, am I going to get likes? You know, what, if, what happens if somebody says something? You know, there's that fear that builds when you're a people pleaser, right? It is really kind of strange. And I've done this. I've done things to, um, you know, give people the right answer or give people the answer that I think they want instead of standing up and saying, you know, oh, I don't agree with that or I disagree with this. And, you know, it's one of those things that's really strange. Number four is the outcast. Okay, those with the outcast archetype uh, may appear to be fearless on the outside, but on the inside, their biggest fear is it's rejection. You know, those people that are, you know, they, they want to belong, but yet deep inside they, they feel like they've been rejected, and, and that's a killer for them. It's one of those things that really bugs them, okay? Um, if you always look at, uh, if you take the time to ask yourself all the time, if you are focusing on the worst-case scenario and what some other alternatives might be, okay, a lot of times those people get in that uh, rabbit hole, they're only thinking about the poor outcome. They're only thinking about the negative, right? You've got to look at the benefits, too. You've got to look at the positive. You've got to, hey, if I do this, great. Now, you know, if I don't do this, look at what might happen, you know? You've got to bust through that little brick wall as far as, uh, you know, being afraid, you know, of, of rejection. Sometimes rejection is a guidepost. It's a guideline, right? It's a, it's a nudge back on course if you get rejected going in one direction, right? It gets you thinking. It gets you checking. It gets you hopefully trying to get better. Number five is the self-doubter, okay? Uh, definitely this fear uh, that a lot of people have of not being good enough, right? The, the, the self-talk that we have inside our heads, again, this is definitely me, too, where um, all it takes is a little thought or a little comment from somebody. Ah, I've seen that before. Ah, what are you doing? You can't do that. And that just adds fuel to the inner fire, right, that you have inside your head that you can't do it, right? The self-doubter. We are our own worst enemies, right? And at the same time, we are our own best teachers. Our past is our best mentor, right? I've been saying that over and over again. I've I got to keep reminding myself about that, too. Oh, number six. You know, is my name on this one, number six? The excuse maker. No, I don't see it here on the article. Okay. Uh, those who identify with the excuse maker uh, uh, archetype have difficulty taking responsibility for their life choices and goals. They blame other people. And I've been seeing a lot of this lately uh, in, in podcasts and articles and uh, stories and in life, I've seen it in action. I've seen adults doing it. I've seen kids doing it. And I, again, I look in the mirror, and I've done it before, right? Where you make a, uh, you make excuses, you make reasons why other people are, are the reason why you didn't do something, or you blame others. You don't take responsibility. Uh, that's tough because you know what? The more you start blaming others, and the, that's more control you're giving away. In other words, your success, your happiness, everything going on in life. I've seen, you know, you're putting on other people's shoulders. They don't give a flip about that. They're worried about their problems. They're worried about what people think of them. 
They're worried about pleasing others. This whole list, they're worried about those things, right? So if you keep having uh, reasons why life isn't going so well for you and you're blaming other people, right, um, man, it ain't going to get better because those people aren't going to make switches and changes in their life to make your life better, right? It's definitely one of those things, God, uh, making excuses. And again, I've done it. I, I probably do it every day, right? Even if it's not outwardly to somebody, it's in my own mind, right? Um, I, I don't know if it's you know one of those things where you write down on the list. I gotta, I gotta do that. I'm not a big list person. My wife is, but I, you know what? Maybe I do. Cross that out. You know, quit making excuses for things not getting done. Um, God, listen to Sam Crowley again. Like I mentioned, he's talking about some things of putting time off and uh, putting things off. It ain't going to get done, you know, as time goes by. Like 100% of zero effort is still zero. Yeah, I was talking about uh, things getting perfect. Like people wait for all the green lights to go and uh, things got to be perfect, you know, even before you start. No, get started. Because even if you go 50% of the direction that you want to go and whatever it is you want to do, it's still better than sitting on the couch and staying and being fearful of not even starting, right? The excuse maker. Man, i got to work on that one. And the last one is the pessimist, okay? The pessimist, they struggle with the fear of adversity and hardship, okay? Due to the past, maybe there's, you know, uh, things are going on in their life, right? Those who are this uh, pessimist type, they play the victim card a lot, right? Sometimes they're rightly so, but things happen to people and people cause hardship, but they can look at those hardships and those reasons why somebody said something, did something, as reasons to stop, Right? They only see the negative. Wow, what's the point? You know, if I get going, oh, man, it's going to cost this much money, and look at the time. Oh, I don't have the time for that. But you know, there's no way I can do that. It's really um, kind of looking at, um, I think if you look at the optimistic side, the opposite of this one, they're stepping stones. And you realize, kind of tied into the last one, where, if man, if you just get started doing what you want to do, if it doesn't go as fast as you want it to go or it doesn't go as fast as other people think it should be going, and they're giving you comments, ah, why are you doing this, why are you doing that, you know, uh, at least you're further along than if you were sitting back and not starting at all. And, boy, this is, this is a kind of a bookend of my life here. There's, these seven reasons have really kind of uh, jumped out at me and uh, kind of uh, slapped me in the face a little bit here on a Friday morning to get me going and uh, do some things differently. Uh, I think it's I think it's powerful to look at these things, you guys, um, as far as fear, because you know you can live a comfortable life, you can just keep doing the things you want to do, and uh, everything's hunky dory and everything's not bad. Hey, this is a great life. I'm I'm making decent money, and I got a happy family. And but there's probably some things inside of you that you want to do differently, that you want to try, right? Um, even if it's just getting healthier, even if it is just in investing more and in making the relationship better with a significant other or your kids. Or just, you know what, God, I, I think I should go for that promotion. Whatever it is, there's all these different types of fear holding us back. I know it holds me back, right? And so reading this article definitely has given me some insight of things that I need to do. And I'm going to keep battling, right? I'm not going to check off all seven of these things. Hey, I'm overcome. I'm, I'm not dealing with them anymore. They're all out of my life. Absolutely not. There's probably going to be these things up until the day I die, right? So, again, find this article in the show notes, okay? I would love to hear back from you. I really appreciate you guys listening all around the world. Um, definitely looking forward to keeping uh, this going, even with basketball season starting here soon. The last one, uh, as far as uh, full-time coaching, assistant coaching, uh, I'm going to be doing some things behind the scenes, uh, whether it's for Dakota's team or some other teams, uh, but definitely the full-time gig. Uh, I'm going to hang the hat up for a little bit. I would never say, hey, the door's locked. I'm never going back to it. I'll never say never on some things, and that's definitely one of them. But for now, 
this is going to be the last full-time season, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. I know my wife is as well. But uh, all right, you guys, love you so much. Thank you so much for hanging in there with me, and uh, hopefully this is uh, helping you a little bit. Uh, again, check out on Mondays, definitely doing those little special short podcasts, uh, the game plan for the week, the Motivation Mondays, and uh, it's one of those things I hope that helps get the week going. So we've got one of those coming up next week. And uh, you guys keep taking care of yourselves and each other. You know where to find me, okay? Reach out. would love to hear from you, okay, over on Facebook, coach to expect success over on Twitter at coach to success Instagram, coach John Daly, and, of course, Coach2ExpectSuccess.com. Book list is there. Reach out right on the homepage. You can contact me there. would love to hear from you. would love to hear your thoughts and comments and ideas. And then, of course, the blog is getting updated. I've been doing, uh, trying to keep up with my students, po- posting a little bit more there, too. All right? All right. Take care, you guys. Love you. Thank you so much. See you.